This podcast is brought to you by JList.com. JList.com has all new pre-orders of import console and PC video games from your favorite franchises, including Dead or Alive, The Fate franchise, Girls in Panzer, Gundam, Kantai Collection, Legend of Zelda, Hatsune Miku, Sendon Kaguda, Steins Gate, Sword Art Online, and so much more. Head over to JList.com because they have hundreds upon hundreds of import PC and console video games for you to play. And now it's time to start the podcast. And that's why he stops because he's like, you know what? Now that forbidden thing doesn't matter. So fuck it. Like I'm with Hina now. Brother, it doesn't stop. He ends up with Hina like on episode like eight, and he's still freaking making out with Rui. After that, yeah, yeah. But that's because well, that's because Rui's a boss. <laughs> but like, but but I mean, like, I mean, you he strings her along like that, and then he breaks her. Yeah. I, I think know. we should chop his dick off. Let's turn him into an unsullied. Let's fucking sure. go for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna ever justify behavior like that. Like, I'm. Welcome to episode 474 of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm your host Mitsugi, and welcoming to the podcast a a very broy man. Mm. He's very handsome. Oof! Oh, thank you. He's feeling his loins, and we are jacked up today because oh, we are both so exhausted. We're exhausted. <laughs> his name's Where Enzo. Yo, what's up, man? We are in the what I call the loopy zone, <laughs> where we are exhausted for good reasons. And therefore, we're just, we're like on all adrenaline right now, all caffeine and adrenaline, but we're here to provide that content. Why are you, that you know what? Content. We'll get to that in a minute, but yeah, it's one of those things where you just like, your body's it's self-defense mechanism to keep you alive just digs deep into your marrow for the last bit of energy, and, and <laughs> yeah. the result is loopiness. Loopiness, straight loopiness, but we'll, right. we will survive. And of course, you can find us on our website, aaapodcast.com. If you want to get all the extra content, you can go to aaapodcast.com slash join. We just recorded mm-hmm. a Hobby Addicts where you can hear us do our final podcast about Game of Thrones, wrapping up the entire season eight, giving our final, thr- our final <laughs> thoughts on it. And, what uh, a season kinda... it was. <laughs> yeah, one, probably yeah. <laughs> one of the most polarizing seasons of television ever. Uh-huh. Yeah, the internet has been ablaze, and it still has been ablaze. It will not die down, but... If you want to check out our thoughts and opinions, shamelessly plugging, you go listen to the Hobby Addicts episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally shamelessly plugging. Yeah. Game of Thrones is one of those things where you went on Twitter afterwards, and no matter who the person was, it could have been like a football broadcaster. In my case, it's like people following cryptocurrency, NFL, mm. NFL athletes, you know, uh, various sports news feeds, you know, family, podcast listeners, everybody talking mm-hmm. about Game of Thrones, no matter who you are. 
That yeah, kind of thing, it, I think doesn't happen all the time. So even even people over. that weren't watching it were still talking about it from a perspective of like, oh, it's all over because I can watch it now. Like even stuff like that. So yeah. And, and of course, we're on social media, facebook.com slash groups slash AAA podcast is the Facebook page. Our Discord channel is very active. Um, yes. We were getting some good love on the Discord. Yeah, man. This week, I'm telling so. you, every, like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on, but like the last two, three weeks, a lot of new people, a lot of really kind words of people message me uh, privately and also like Ooh. on the Discord channel too. I just like, listen, man. I love y'all for real. Thank you so much for the encouragement and even even the like the helpful criticism, like all of that stuff is super fucking cool. Like I never thought I would be. I'm sure Mitch might probably use this by now, but like I still only have. I'm like a little bit into my second year doing this. I never thought I had a platform where people message me saying, "Dude, like you're great. You're cool. Thank you so much." So thanks, man. It's, uh, you never quite want to take validating. It, you never want to take it for granted, my man. You know? No, of course not. I'm so grateful every day. Every yeah. every time I get a message or a comment saying thanks or like you help or something like it is everything to me man thank you guys so much so the so discord much. is big head over to the discord via the website and via <laughs> aaapodcast.com we're also on twitter at aaapodcast and you're at enzo badia i believe that's true e-n-z-o-b-a-d-i-a i've been very i've been a lot more active on twitter lately i've also been a lot more active on instagram uh where i'm posting a lot of stuff about my daily life and my stories and shit people seem to be liking it so i'm doing it a lot more I I'm, I am at Pope Mitsugi, but I don't really recommend you follow me. I'm not I'm not really a good follow. So <laughs> as I, I crack, love your honesty. As I crack open an orange vanilla sparkling water. Oof! Oh, yeah. I wish I had seltzer right now. I lo- I I think you and I are the only seltzer heads in the. In oh, dude, the, in, I am a, right? I'm addicted. addicted. Oh, dude, I drink it all the time. But right now, I'm mixing an orange monster with my orange vanilla seltzer water. Oh, uh, interesting. To have a double orange. Because I've mean, never I gotta, done that before. I gotta stay awake. Yeah. Oh, uh, I want to say last episode I forgot to say it, but like uh, I'm I'm in the full heat of allergy season, so if I'm if I'm sniffling and doing a lot, I'm so sorry, <laughs> but I can't help it. <laughs> I'm not gonna take off the podcast just because I have a runny nose. So um on this po- on this episode we're gonna be talking about anime that inspire positive messages. Oh, beautiful. So it's a good topic. Um, some some feel good action going on here. So we're we're gonna be talking about that, and we are also going to be reviewing Domestic Girlfriend. Ooh, yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Which is a thing. It's a it's an anime for sure, you know. <laughs> it's definitely it is an anime. It has anime. It's one thousand percent an anime, you know? Characters move, you know, things yeah, happen. There, you know, they, they say things. And uh but um before we get into the to the podcast officially, there are some good messages for Kazuo on oh. social media. There were a lot yeah. of them, but I kind of cut there it down a, to just I cut yeah. it down to just the five or six. The the Discord has been an outpour of love and I'm sure he's getting DMs and shit too of just like people being like yo thanks. So, yeah. So, I'm going to read a couple of them. I'm gonna, I think we should read these. Asian guy 227 writes, "Kazuo, you were and always have been my favorite host. I miss listening to you, but best luck to your future plans." Do you want to yeah. read a couple of these? Totally. Um I would like to read CC Takak Tak Takato, uh, which is a, a listener that I see the name of all the time. Um, they say, I started listening to AA towards the end of Crumb's run on the show, and I was there when Kazuo first joined the podcast. I always enjoyed his contributions to the podcast, how dedicated he was to making our anime addictions worse, and of course, his passion for Squirtle. Thank you, Kazuo, for all you've done for us and for being a part of my anime fandom experience for such a long time. It will not be the same without you. 
Megan Taylor Morrow wrote, I thought he had a great sense of humor and good thoughts and comments on things. I'm really sad. I don't have favorites. I love all the hosts, but I'm saddened the most by this. Wish you well, Kazuo. Yeah. You got a lot of love. Um, yeah, and Mons- Vasundara, who's active on the Facebook, says, Sad reacts only. His humor and fun host his fu- his humor and fun hosting has made this a fun couple of years listening. The Kazuo versus the Kappa sound clips, the Pokemon Game Boy story, the shitburger drop, the reverse Kotatsu anecdote. The most epic funny drops have all been with Kazuo. I wish him the best, but oh boy, I'm real sad. <laughs> yeah, but I already ate this shitburger. <laughs> Here, dude we are yeah. like I, like god we are so lucky that we know him personally because <laughs> because i i would be so sad if you i was a fan of the podcast and he left dude <laughs> um carolyn woodward wrote i'm sad that he's leaving i started listening on, on episode 428 and he quickly became my favorite host i specifically remember his attempt to cook curry as oh, wonderful as someone who sometimes struggles with cooking myself i really love that that segment and hope for more of it his, his, his humor and sarcasm made me laugh a lot, but I wish him the best for whatever comes next for him. Yeah. I'm leaving, this, I'm this, leaving, next, this next one's cool. I'm leaving um, the, longest, yeah, the longest one for you. Yeah. Last one. Manly, this is where Manly Mudkey was also very active in our community. Uh, he says, man, this just hit me hard. Uh, while, I, while I guess I'll confess now, all these years later, that I was a little lukewarm on our boy when he first started onto the show. After all this time, he's become an absolutely integral part of the show. and It's going to, be, it's going to take getting used to the show without him on it as a, on a permanent basis i've seen the departure of a number of hosts in my time listening to the podcast and while i miss them when they left this one feels like it hurt just a little bit more like i'm losing a friend i never actually knew Kazu was a good bro he did great things for the show itself in the, in the show's community to say that the triple a podcast won't be the same without him is a fact his loss will be mourned oh my god mourned, mourned but well, mourned i mean i mean yeah but to his, his loss will be mourned but i know the show will still be great and we will always have the memories this is a sad day but nothing is ending it is just changing Kazuo gone but not forgotten he will live on in drops and in ads <laughs> I um I uh this is one of the few times in my life where I really the, the quote from FMA um it's a terrible day for rain it was uh it's, it sums up exactly how I feel about my boy leaving the podcast but uh Manly Mickey is right man you will you, you will hear his voice uh, and ads and silly drops, and he will he will guest in the future, guys. N U D Z P L Z. Nudes, please. <laughs> yep, that's oh, our boy. Church of Mitsuki. There's a lot of drops in here. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he he will he may pop in from time to time, but uh, we we will miss him. But on yeah, that note, course. time to get on with the show. Let's go. Oh, too loud. Sorry. It's time for big news of the week. All right. Hunter Hunter is coming back to Weekly Shonen Jump. Wild. After more than a year. So, this, of course, Hunter Hunter is one of the most popular shonen anime of all time, I would say. It's the absolute, the 2011 series is absolutely beloved. I mean, it's crazy popular. Yeah. 100%. And, uh, of course,. The, the creator, Togashi Yoshihiro, is known to go on a lot of hiatuses with Hunter Hunter. He's also the, he's, he's, by the way, he's the one, he's the guy that created Yu Yu, Yu Hakusho as well. So uh, he's doing pretty well for himself. But um, Hunter Hunter's last hiatus started in April 2018. So people mm-hmm. have been waiting and waiting and waiting a long time now for this. Yeah, 100%. And it's coming back. 
And I'm kind of hoping that maybe I have this small hope in my heart that maybe if he keeps writing more of the manga, we'll get more of the TV show. Yeah, uh, that is the hope, right? Because as someone who, like, I, I'm nowhere near the level of manga intake that Mandy is. I think very few humans are. Um, so for me, if it produces more anime, that's where I get really excited. Hey, have you watched the, tw- the 2011 anime? It had 148 yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, here's, here's my thing with Hunter x Hunter. I know I loved it. I know I really enjoyed it. I don't remember a lot because <laughs> it was a long time ago, but it's a, my roommates are actually watching it now. So I'm catching glimpses again. They're, they're up to like the green Island arc where like, okay. where they, there's like a game going on type thing. Did you, did, I remember, did, I remember not liking say, that arc that much. Did you say greed, greed Island? Green, green, it's greed, greed. Oh, it's greed. Gotcha. I just wanted but to, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. um, you, you were right to do this. So but yeah, it's, no, um, it's cool. It's cool. It's really enjoyable. I, I even don't mind uh, Hisoka and his pedophilic ways. As he's always as he's always eyeballing Gon lustfully, yeah. which is really all the odd. time. But um, you know, I, I even like him. So um, it it looks like for, for people that don't know why the hunter the hunter hunter author um, Togashi Yoshihiro is often on hiatus. You can Google it; it comes up right away. Basically, it says, you know, he suffers from a lot of health health issues, specifically back problems, which make him unable to continuously work on the manga. So, you know, I mean, it's it's a better reason that he's just wealthy and doesn't really feel like working. But, you know, he's he's just he's had health problems. So but, you know, maybe maybe this means his health has turned around a little bit and he'll be able to keep working on it, which is which which would be nice. I really hope so. Like I, I, I would never, I would, I never like when artists that people care about are sick and stuff. It just saddens me. So, yeah. If this means he's better, all for it. Yep. Hunter Hunter is a great show, and for those of you that haven't watched it, you really, you really probably should. Um, yeah. They did, they did kind of wrap up the last 448 episodes in a decent way. Like they, they did an okay job with the ending, like just making, giving you some closure at the end, even though the story is clearly not, not finished. Mm-hmm. But. If they if they did come back after four or five years, you know it wouldn't be the first time Hunter Hunters come back after a while because it had a, it had a a pretty substantial batch of episodes from many years ago, and then randomly popped up in 2011 for more. So yeah, like, for with with 148, so it, yeah. they they know they they come back hard. So wouldn't yeah. be surprised. All right, so I'm keeping my fingers cro- crossed for some Hunter Hunter, and yeah, because um, that would that would definitely be great. All right, time for Senpai's Notice Me Corner. Time for, some, time, time for some positivity. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Join us in Enzo Senpai's Notice Me Corner. Yo, yo, yo. This is Enzo Senpai's Notice Me Corner where you can write in to me um, and I mean us in general and let us know about stuff you're working on, stuff you are uh, have achieved in the past you're proud of so that we can celebrate you because again, like always, we love you. We do. We really Heart. do. Heart emoji. Heart, heart emoji, heart reacts only. Uh, this one comes in from Kyojin13, a homie of mine. I consider him a homie on the on the Discord here. Um, he says, Senpai, I have big news. But before I get to that, I just want to thank you guys and gals for something related to it. 
I've been dating my girlfriend for going going on nine years now, and we spent four and a half years of that time in a long distance situation because of her college years and because of my first job after graduating from college. To see her during that time, I had to drive eight hours one way for Ooh. about five months. Uh, I had to drive eight hours one way. That's which that's that is that's, that's love, my guy. That's a lot. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, for about five months, I listened to seven or eight podcast episodes on each of the week. Oh, oh I'm gonna cry. For about five months. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. For about five months, I just I listened to seven or eight podcast episodes on each of the weekends I visited her at home. You guys made my trips home to, to <laughs> you guys made my trip my trips home to my to be wife who bearable. Well, you guessed it. The big news is I just bought the ring and I am planning to and I am planning the proposal. The Triple A podcast helped me keep sane during the long distance relationship days, and I can't thank you enough. Domo arigato, bro. Mr. Mr. Roboto. Mr. Roboto, sorry. That's right, yeah, Mr. Roboto. Just to complete the sentence there, of course. But um, Kyojin, um, I know you probably submitted this a while ago. If you popped the question, I hope it turned out fine. <laughs> um, thank you for sharing that. That's beautiful. Um, and I'm I hope, happy. She, doesn't, I hope yeah. she doesn't listen to the podcast because yeah, yep, secrets that would out. ruin that. <laughs> that would ruin that. Um congratulations i hope it worked out please message me with how this turns out or if you're still planning it or whatever um fuck that was beautiful this admits man like you're telling me that people listen to my fucking voice on the way to god oh, god damn it this is that your this that is your a, voice a great helps, world yeah that your, that your voice might have helped two people find love and get married yeah that's uh that's something i could say wow well it helped wow. it, it, helped, it helped kyojin maintain his sanity at the very least yeah, which is all I could ask for as a as giving back to this world, man. Congratulations, well, Kyojin. Thanks for writing. You guys can write in through the website. And so there's a link in the mailbags and more thing at the top. Uh, I would I love reading these things, man. So it makes my day every time. Kekon shiki omerito gozaimasu. Omerito gozaimasu. It's time for hot new anime releases. Boing. All right, let's start with the second one because speaking of hot. <laughs> oh my god what is this picture dude I, tell me about this fucking anime. i mean okay speaking <laughs> of hot women everywhere rejoice because yubi sakikata honki no netsujo is getting netsujo. a tv anime adaptation it's a, it's an adaptation of an adult jose web series the entire title oh. the, the whole title is crazy you, you know you know how, how hentai always have really long titles yeah, that are so, like comically like two sentences long. Dude, this is so long. Yubi Saki Kara Honki no Netsujo Chara Otoko Soboshi wa Masuguna Meide Watashi Odaita. What the fuck? Oh my god, which is all right. It's this story. synopsis is insane. Office workers Ryo Fujihashi is trapped inside her apartment, which has set ablaze. The firefighters arrive in time to save her, and one of them happens to be Soma Mizuno, Fujihashi's childhood friend who she had a crush on. As the apartment fire gets put out, an old love gets rekindled. And it has pictures of what I think are firefighters, like, stripping their clothing off. Dude, these firefighters are goals. They, they are, are so hot. They are so They are so jacked. hot. Dude, I mean, look at the blonde dude. Look at the his ribs have abs. <laughs> dude, I I'm blushing. Yeah, that's picture. what I'm saying. They're hot as fuck. 
this guy, these all, all three of these Yo. guys are, are on TRT. I mean, let's be, let's just be honest. They're all dude. The juicing. guy in the back, the guy in the back is my aesthetic. So dude. he's he's like the, he's like the cool, slender, buff guy. He's just like I'm, I know I'm hot, but I'm not gonna give you attention. Like that's hot. The guy in the back, he's like he's like he's like fuck this shirt. I don't I don't even need this shirt. I'm just I'm just not gonna wear it. Period. The other the other two are they're, they're like. They're like wearing it kind of, but this guy's just like, nah, I don't need that shit. I don't need so, that shit. Just so, just so all the ladies out there know, between the three guys in this photo, there are a total of 25 abs. And because yes. one guy is just so hot, he grew an extra ab, like somewhere yeah. like da- somewhere down by his like by his groin area. And he's like, look, I just got yeah. this extra ab for you, baby. It did just for yeah. you. Just, just, one. Just, just, just one. Just one. Just an, an extra play thing, you know? Um. The director is Yoshihiro Watase, who is also a hentai director that has directed oh, oh, a ton oh of boy. hentai, including Hatsune oh the Animation, which is a very well-known show. There, a censored version will appear on July 8th on, T- on T- Tokyo MX at 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And a completely uncensored version will be available via the Comic Festa Anime Zone app, whatever the hell oh, that is. My God. So, what is this uncensored version going to be, dude? I want to see some hot strip dances. That's I mean, what I want. If, if I can be honest, it's probably going to be three firemen yep. and one woman yep, playing with their yep. hoses. <laughs> and they're going to put out her fire. They're going to put out her fire. Yes. That's it's, gonna it'll be, it's going to be something. Yeah. Anyway, so... Or make, the fi- or make the fire worse, depending on your perspective here. That, that's true. You know... Um, Another, but that aside, another really big announcement is that the Blade of the Immortal manga. Yeah, I heard about this too. Which is a really well loved manga and the, with, yeah. with, with amazing artwork, is getting an anime adaptation. Yes, which is fucking cool because this is one of those manga that I feel like even I've been eyeing to like, if I have the time, I think I might read this. Like, now I can just be excited for this anime to come out because uh, Mandy, I, I actually I don't know if Mandy's the one that told me about this, but people have told me to read this a long time ago. So I'm, I'm happy. It debuted happy. in Monthly Afternoon Magazine in 1993. It, had, it just ended serialization in, um, with, with 30 volumes. So it's, it's had a lot of volumes out. So, the, I mean, yep. the anime could be, could be pretty long. Uh, yeah, it, it, I think thirty volumes equates to a super, 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 super solid like thirty episode type anime. I mean, it depends. On, it depends on how fast they go, but yeah, it, it would be it, yeah. it, would, it would be substantial. But there is there actually is a Blade of the Immortal anime that already came out back in two thousand and eight. It was done by Studio B Train, which you don't really hear Whoa. much about anymore. And was it good? Because I did not. I don't think I even knew that. I don't think I even knew that. I, I, I looked it up a little and it didn't really seem to have any kind of stellar acclaim behind it. So I'm kind of thinking that maybe this will be sort of a retry for Blade, gotcha. for Blade of the Immortal. Well, <laughs> the synopsis. An, an, extra, an extra life. <laughs> what's this? Yeah, exactly. Well, it is immortal after all. What is yeah, the. Uh, oh my God. What is the synopsis? Uh, the synopsis reads, to end his eternal suffering, he must slay 1,000 enemies. Manji, a ronin warrior of feudal Japan, has been cursed with immortality. To rid himself of this curse and end his life of misery, he must slay 1,000 evil men. His quest, begins with a young, his quest begins when a young girl seeks his help in taking revenge on her parents' killers, and his quest won't end until the blood of a 1,000 has spilled. Damn. The source is Dark Horse Comics. Ooh, Dark Horse is Dark Horse. Cool. I like Dark Horse a lot. That's, That's interesting that they had a synopsis, synopsis for this. It's like the opposite yeah. of Kenshin. 
it's the complete opposite of Kenshin. Kenshin is like, yo, I'm trying not to do that. And he, this guy's like, oh, I'm trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I kill everyone. <laughs> I got to try and do that real quick. Sorry. All right, That's cool. So, I'm looking forward to that. So we have fireman, we have naked fireman porn, and we have Blade of the Immortal, both getting animes uh, coming up. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i okay with both sides of this coin. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so the trivia for this week, the theme is, is 80s OVAs. So if you want to go to the website, aapodcast.com, down at the bottom, there's an image that has the trivia, and you can play the new trivia question, which I just put up earlier today. This week's answer was Appleseed. So way back from the 80s. Cool. I've seen it. Less people were getting these ones right because the shows are really old that I'm picking. But this week's winner was Mexican-Canadian. So nice job. So that's the first of four of the 80s OVAs. And uh, we'll have to see if, if anybody can get the next one because it's it's a little harder. So good luck with that. You want to read the intro trivia for us, Enzo? Yeah, so before we go on break, we want to read you a question so you can contemplate the answer before we come back. It reads, do you know your girlfriend anime? He has been interested in uh, he has been interested in the class representative since his first year in high school. She is attractive, good at sports, and is an all-around model student. What's that anime? And we'll be back Let in a know. minute with uh, anime that inspire positive messages, and then later, a review of Domestic Girlfriend. So stay tuned, and we'll be back after the news. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, Mitsuki's here just in time. Time to bring you an anime news break. Leading us off with some Uniqlo news, which is a clothing store retailer in Japan. They held a contest called the UT Grand Prix Pokemon T-Shirt Design Contest for 2019. And it looks like the grand prize winner of the contest was actually disqualified because the design had previously shown up on another piece of work. It looks like the grand prize winner, Lee Wen Pei's design showed a Magikarp and a Gyarados in a mosaic-like style. However, this had been used also as a design on a cell phone case used by online retailer Taobao. So this person's design, despite being really cool and interesting looking, has actually been disqualified from the Unico contest. But if you want to check out some of those Pokemon designs, you can find them online. Next up, well, Matthew Mercer of Critical Role sat down with Stephen Colbert to do a charity video for Red Nose Day and raise $65,000 for the cause from Critical Role's fan base. And they sat down and played a game of Dungeons & Dragons together. Stephen Colbert is actually not a foreigner to Dungeons & Dragons, as he says that back in college, which is a while ago, but he used to play the original version of Dungeons & Dragons. And for this particular event, he was given a, a bard class with a, with a little uh, bee sort of uh, familiar to play with him, and he chose a half-elf race. But if you look online, you can find videos of Stephen Colbert playing Dungeons & Dragons, which is definitely a well-worth watch. Next up, a man is, is arrested in Japan for shoplifting 80 volumes of Detective Conan, which is kind of ridiculous. 
worth $334. According to police, customers noticed that the man was being suspicious inside the store and informed the clerk, which reviewed security cameras and saw that the man had placed many, many books into his bags before leaving the store, but he was indeed arrested. Maybe if you're going to shoplift Detective Conan, try just taking a couple copies, otherwise the, the, the detective himself might come and get you. Lastly, for this news break, a rapping zombie manga is getting a live-action TV special. The manga Rapa ni Kama Ketara Rapa ni Naru, or If You're Bitten by a Rapper, You Become a Rapper, it, which was published on the Line Manga app, is being made into a live-action series. It's going to be on television on July 12th and July 19th, starring actress Fuka Koshiba of the live-action Kiki's Delivery Service. It looks like the story is one of Japan becoming a sort of club-type hell where when you are bitten by a, a uh, person with this virus, you are turned into a rapper. Definitely sort of an interesting story and an interesting take on a genre. This is Mitsugi, and this was your anime news break. Now, time to get back to the podcast. My friends are annoyed because they think I have forgotten their actual names. I just call them my senpais and kohais now. I threw a tennis ball at my cat. I was so caught up in the moment and thought, maybe I could capture her. And then we could go on adventures together. I purchased a motorcycle. (sighs) Just so I could pretend I was Onizuka. I answered the phone with Moshi Moshi. My poor cat. I may actually have a problem. It's time. It's time. It's time. Hello, I'm Mandy from the Anime Addicts Anonymous. Do any of these symptoms sound familiar to you? Do you have 8,572 waifus? Do you struggle with having the theme song for Attack on Titan stuck in your head, even though Jaeger is the only word you know? Then you may be experiencing anime addiction. If you are experiencing anime addiction, then you should visit our website, aaapodcast.com. At Anime Addicts Anonymous, we have dedicated ourselves to making your anime addiction worse. Worse. Yes, worse. Because the real world just plain sucks. So many resources await you. For just $5 a month, you will have unlimited access to our Hobby Addicts episodes. You will also have access to our Hentai episodes, where you can watch a Hentai along with us and hear our commentary. Give our After Party episodes a listen, where you can hear us struggle to talk about our boring lives outside of anime. That $5 will go to helping us spread anime addiction throughout the world. Yes, it is time for you to make your anime addiction worse.
Welcome back to the 474th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. So we had an intro trivia question. My man Enzo, why don't you uh, read that for us? Absolutely. Before the break, we asked you, do you know your girlfriend anime? He has been interested in the class representative since his first year in high school. She is attractive, good at sports, and is an all-around model student. The answer to this little anime blurb is my girlfriend is a show bitch. What is a show bitch? It's, um, you know, I watched like an episode of that anime and I think she, I, I'm not, I don't want to like say something incorrect. So I want to say I don't really understand, but it seems like it is a girl that is like very forward and like exhibitionist almost even a little bit. Huh. I don't know. I'm not sure. But that's what I got from like the first episode. Like she's very like pervy and like proud of it, which is fine. I'm, gonna, I'm taking a big risk right now. Oh, boy. I'm doing? going to turn down my air conditioner to 66 degrees uh-huh. to combat Why? the 100 degree heat index because I'm dying. Yeah. It's so hot. Why is that a risk? Electricity? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm wondering if it'll like freeze out my AC unit. We'll have to see. How? Right. It's, it's, how it's, like a, it's like a thousand degrees outside. Yeah, but the inside can get a lot of ice in it. All right. So, um, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Anime that inspire positive messages. Which was it? Which which was in itself inspired by Letabot on the Discord. So another good reason to join the Discord. As I go, as I pick topics, you know we have, we have several places to pick topics from, and one of those places is the topic section on the Discord. So I'll mm-hmm. run people mm-hmm. people put a lot of topic suggestions in there, and I'd say probably half of the topics we do come from that page. So people make yeah. some pretty great suggestions. We got smart people in the community, man. Course. The addicts, the addicts got, are just, uh, they're just smart guys. The smart addicts guys are, girls. they're contributing content for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So anime that inspire positive messages. You know, anime is oftentimes really silly or it's just action shows or sports or whatever, you know, but sometimes even if it's a show that's seemingly sort of shallow, they can stay, mm. still fit positive messages in there. And sometimes anime are just overtly about a positive message. Yeah. So we're going to talk about these and um, have a have a little feel good time. So Let's and I want I just want to start off with Redline the the, the, oh, the, the how movie. work that for me how what are you well the positive message is that you will win at life and in racing if you have a pompadour very uh, important of course that is the best positive message you could possibly yeah possibly gain from an anime and if you have if if you pompadour you will succeed. And I, and I, and I want to note that I'm that I'm, I'm going to be disappointed in Kazuo for the rest of my life because uh, despite yes. asking over and over again for months and months and months and years even, he never yep. once grew a pompadour. Not once. He couldn't entertain you. First of all, he won't even hug you, which is insane. Not even a hug. And on top of the non-hugging, he, he's no great pompadour. At he's great at high-fiving, though. Yeah, he's pretty good at high-fiving. He, also, yeah. he, has, he has a firm handshake as well. He does. But uh, yep. yeah, no pompadour. He t- he t- he totally could have done it. Oh, definitely. Yes, so, he, he has like the face for it too. Like it would yeah. look good on him. He's yeah. he, he's got he's got some good old Jacuzzi boy in him. Oh, hundred so. percent. It'd be funny if he now if he does the pompadour now. <laughs> All hail the church of Mitsuki. All right. Oh, so he regrets that drop so much. He does. <laughs> A, uh, all right. So a real so some real anime that inspire positive messages and and I feel like are a lot of shonen sports shows. 100%. 100%. 
there's a lot of perseverance and sort of achieving your dreams and working hard in a lot of these shows. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that we are gonna we're gonna tackle shonen sports as a category because there's several like there's several that I immediately thought of. You know, for me, in recent times, it's Um There is not a single time where I watched that one certain Suki scene where he does that one certain thing where he gets super hyped. Um, and to me, you know, that just radiates like passion and like when you really love something and you work hard things and you and things pay off there's nothing like that feeling um and i also i personally always think of hajime no ipo yeah how right yeah and, and you've talked about this before too how it motivates you when you're working out like i i actually recently went to i started boxing again like last week um and it was my first time in like months like maybe even half a year and I, there was a point where like 40 minutes in like i i was struggling to get these combos out and i just like started in my head i started like playing the the opening like the opening one and i was like yo i can't fucking stop epo wouldn't stop he wouldn't man he wouldn't stop man he wouldn't wouldn't stop he he straight up passed out face down on the mat and your boy still gets up he doesn't even know he's up but he's up you know what i mean yeah he doesn't even know even know Oh my god! Doesn't even he doesn't fucking know my do you, guy. But he's do you get up. that? Do you get that green glint in your eyes? That's what I basically I went into my Hispanic spirit, my Hispanic fighting spirit. Oh, yeah, and I was like, I can't give up. If my if my guy Ipo got the fuck up every time, I'm not even down yet. So who you, am I to stop? You channeled you, know? you, you you channeled your 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 South your South American yes uh, your my roots. South American roots. That's right. Believe in my fucking ancestors and shit, and Dude, I was like, "Let's go." And I, and I and I just I just like listen. I was hurt for like two days after because I definitely pushed my body that is not in shape to be boxing to the to like past the limit. But it's worth it, you know. Like it's it's um it's it's worth it to, to do that and know that you stopping is just a mental game. Like you, like when you are in that zone and you have things like Hajime no Ippo that have shown you characters that are so deeply motivated. Like they're like their entire core human trait is just straight motivation for the thing they yeah. like doing. Like it's just that mental game. Like you like it's crazy. Like I could have stopped and like it's it's an environment where like I could take a break if I wanted to, but like other people around me were finishing these combos and I didn't want to I didn't want to stop. Like I wanted to make sure that I wanted to know that I could. So it's cool that I can dig deep and find it in me, but also find it in me through the motivation from like anime, like especially sports, the sport shown in anime, because I think a common factor in all of them is the passion, the drive, right? And you and you have a similar story with Ipo, like would you, yeah, you play running. that song, right? And you don't stop. Yeah, with running, you know, it's like you wanna, you wanna pass out, you know, you're out in the the heat or whatever, and you just wanna pass out, but like the reality of it is that your your body's a lot stronger than your than your than your. Uh, mm. Than you then think, yeah. than your mind a lot of times, and so you know, it's some people say that you know the workout begins when you get to the point where you're where you feel like you're gonna die. Mm. Where they yeah. said that um, like uh, Muhammad Ali didn't even count his sit ups until they started to hurt. So um, it's kind of like that, you know. You just keep pushing yourself, and this is the same with a lot of like just like fight, showing in fighting shows too. Like Dragon Ball has a, has tons of training arcs where they persevere and. Yeah, you know, it's just every, a lot of it's just it's just it's just the shonen style. But I think that like, you know, I, I see a lot of people wearing Dragon Ball shirts and at the gym. You know, it's yeah, like, for sure, Be- because it's it's that fighting spirit, right? It's that key. Like we all have that energy in us, um, where you you want to, you know, incrementally 
surpass yourself every time, right? That's the goal. Like yeah. if, if I tell myself that me today can, if I told myself, if, if I, if I had stopped during that class, right. I, then, the, then that current me would be my, my floor. Like I, next time I come here, I'm finishing. Right. But, but now, but now that I push myself past the point where I was, I was tired anyway, but I, I kept going. Now I know that there's no excuse for me not to be able to do that every time. So now I go in with, with like confidence. So like, like, you know what, like this class is really hard, but I finished it and I can do that again and I can do that again. And it's only going to get better. So it's, it's, it's that, it's that mental switch that I think these anime allow us to feel confident in switching up. So shown in sports, like, you know, sometimes the stories are kind of formulaic and stuff. Um, but I think motivation is a huge trait you can gain from them. And, and then when shows like Haikyuu, where aside from like the sports aspect, there's also the, 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 the fellowship of teammates and uh, teamwork and uh, friendship and bonds and trust. Uh, those are all things that I apply for me outside of working on sports. I work in a high pressure team environment every day of my life. And it's, 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 it's from stuff like this. I'm also like, I personally am very social myself and I can handle you. Human no way. <laughs> I handle human, I handle human interaction very well. I think naturally I'm very you know blessed with that, but in terms of handling people's emotion and, you know, being a team player and understanding that my actions have a lot of impact on other people's lives because we're a team. All of that can be traced back to watching sport anime for sure. All right, let's move on. Okay. Some lesser known anime that have some sort of on the fr- like fringe and inspirational type met type messages. There's some shows that really kind of talk about your heritage or like passing on your lineage. And, uh, and 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 when I and when I was looking through the list of shows I've I've watched, I came up with two, OG San No Lamp and okay. and uh, the La Mesa and, and Petite Cubes, which I've talked about a few times. OG San No Lamp is about this boy who finds an old oil lamp, and he's like playing with it, and his grandfather yells at him, and proceeds to tell him the story of where that lamp came from and he tells this whole and this is a this this anime is like 30 minutes long and it's freaking mm-hmm. great and he proceeds to tell the story of how those lamps came to be and when and when the oil lamp first came to Japan it revolutionized uh like towns and cities because everybody had like natural had light at night and so it talks about how he built a business for his family by going like door to door and selling these oil lamps and you know, making money for his family, and then it talks about like the like the revolution of technology and how when when civil when when electricity came to Japan, it put his oil lamps out of business, and you know, you know he had to sort of change and adapt to the times. Right. And so like, there's a really cool story about like your family history in there. And um, the Mason and Petite Cubes is about this like water world type a post apocalyptic world where. Uh, this old like builder is this Mason keeps building his like house hundreds and hundreds of feet high to continue to go above the rising water level of the ocean. And then one, That's and then one really interesting, this anime is six minutes long. So, and, and it won an Oscar. So should, I had no idea. I don't think yeah. I've, I don't think I've seen it. He drops his pipe and while he's building one day and it goes down, like it falls down like, like, you know, a hundred floors in this, in this uh, like tower that he's built. And as he puts on his scuba gear and he goes down to f- retrieve his pipe, 
he relives his memories of living in all these different rooms in his house. And he's reliving like his children and his wife and like all these experiences of throughout his life as he travels down throughout this building to get his pipe that he's been like building on onto for, you know, decades. What a wonderful concept. That's beautiful. It's a freaking awesome. So these positive messages of like remembering who you are, where you came from and Mm -hmm. just your heritage. Yeah. Um, both of those anime are really good, so I recommend those one hundred percent. They're and they're so short; yeah. like you'll take so much away from them in such a short amount of time. That's wonderful, man. Like I, I, I will watch those myself because I, as someone who's, uh, I grew up very deeply in the Hispanic culture. My parents are both proud, like Hispanic people, and like they raised me and all that family value stuff that we do as Hispanic people, and like that's something that I also like want to make sure I pass on to my kids when I have them in the future. So, ah, dude, good picks, man. Good picks, man. I'm digging, I'm, 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 I'm digging deep. I'm bringing you only the best. Only the best content. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, um, I, uh, I, I also want to uh, bring in a little bit of, a of, of something that a lot of people don't really think about a lot. Um, and it's language. And when I think about as someone who's like low key trying to be trilingual, quadlingual soon, um, it, I, I've come to realize that language is like the one of the main things that we have as a human race, and sure, uh, and the, and the anime that I always think about is the Great Passage. I've t- I've been talking about this anime a lot recently on the podcast, and also in my in my social circles here at like the Brooklyn Anime Meetup and everything. Like I always talk about the Great Passage, which is an anime about a team of people that make a dictionary, and it's one of the most beautiful slice of life animes I've ever seen because. Uh, of because of the character development and everything, but the way they talk about language when they are making this dictionary is beautiful. It's a it's beautiful, and it, it was after watching this anime that I came to really really enjoy my study of the Japanese language. Um, and I but 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 on top of that, you know, Japanese aside, just language in general is a beautiful microcosm for the like the culture from where that language comes from and like these these thoughts have been um these thoughts have been with me a lot lately and like i was i was watching this video of this guy talking about what makes japanese jazz um or j-pop jazz fusion very unique um and he was saying and he was talking about how the japanese language the way its consonants work influence the like their timing in music and it and when i listened to his examples i was like damn like it's true like the way they the way they time things is also very similar to how their consonants sound when they're speaking and it's so crazy man are you serious that's crazy yes language is so crazy dude like um yeah so i i'm i'm on the road to trying to be conversational again in japanese (laughs) i'm trying my best here but i'm also i'm also like learning some korean now because i've i've been intaking so much korean content lately um so i'm like trying to get into that too uh and it's just it's just cool to see how much culture is packed into the sound we make is that crazy it's crazy it's crazy well you know music is a language absolutely absolutely so that's why when he was saying those things I was like, damn, dude. And that's why music is a language because it's reflect, it's without even knowing, reflecting how we speak. Um, and he was, and he was saying how, you know, English is very fluid. We can, we can, we can slur our words. We can speak really hard with consonants and it reflects in the type of music we make. We make music that grooves. Like we have, we have groovy music that like, 
you know, like you look at the blues, you look at our jazz, how freeform it is. And then you listen to like Japanese jazz. And yes, it grooves because jazz inherently does groove, but it also is very played out well. Like it's formulated very well. So it's like, it's very interesting to think about. So I appreciate it for language comes from the Great Passage, which is one of my picks for this topic. I'm going to talk about an anime here that I haven't talked about in a, in a while because it's one of my favorites and I don't mention it. I don't want to mention the same shows every episode, so I've been making a conscious effort not to talk about the same four or five shows all the time. And um, that is Now and Then Here and There is a post-apocalyptic anime from the 90s, or from the, uh, from, from the 2000s that is very uh, rough. It's very gritty, sort of. It's got mm. a lot of very tough-to-watch stuff in it. And the things that various characters in this show get put through throughout the course of the series are pretty trying, you know, particularly the women in the show, because it is a show that's about war for the most part. And the message that that, that I want to say that this show kind of brings to you is forgiveness, and that is because towards the end of the show, there there are moments and scenes where some of the characters that have been that have been put through absolute hell, like some of the worst things that, that you're ever going to see in an anime, find it within themselves to forgive the people that did the thing, those terrible things to them for one reason or another. And it's just a very sort of moving moment in the series when a character has that sort of full circle kind of development and the characters that have sort of helped them arrive at that place as as uh, individual characters now and then here and there does that really well and there's uh, several mm-hmm. characters in the show that sort of have that forgiveness sort of theme to them and i think the show has a lot of them has a lot of themes and, and messages but i think that's like one of the positive ones because they're not all positive but that's a really good one and it stands out really really uh it's very sort of pleasant at the end of such a gritty and uh, tough to watch show to have something like that kind of pop up at the end. It's kind of like your reward for getting through it. That's wonderful. Forgiveness is so huge, man. And like, in, in especially in our current state of a, as a as an existing race, like we could use some more empathy out there for sure. Yeah. Uh, what else do I got? Uh, wow, I'm I'm realizing how many of my picks were sport anime, but we kind of summed that up really well, I think, earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, something. Uh, to go back to music, uh, as many of you guys know, music to me is a huge thing. <laughs> it's your, th- it's um, your thing. It's my thing. Uh, so music anime, I think, and I and I feel like for the most part, almost any of them uh, would do this. But I wanna, uh, I wanna use specifically uh, Beck and Kids on the Slope as my primary examples here about how music uh, is something that can take barriers down between people and get us to common ground. Um, where they're which we can build new bonds over right um in both these shows you have main characters that are different than the people they start interacting with in the show and the 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 main thing that breaks these barriers down is a appreciation for music and the desire to learn it together um in kids on the slope you have uh kyoya i believe is his main character's name if i, if I got that wrong i'm so sorry guys but that's from i my, haven't i, I haven't actually watched kids on the slope so i'm not oh you would love it mitz you would love that show you would love that show i am i am a music you're, guy you're a pianist a really good one. <laughs> oh um but uh yeah like 
Kyoya, oh, I got it. Kyoya is, Kyoya is from, I think Kyoya is from Orin Ho's Club. And that's what I got, I I, I, I got you. I got Thank you. you. Um, but anyway, he, I think, I'm just pretty sure it starts with a K, but whatever. Um, he um, is very different than the counterpart, Sen, in the show. Sen, is that his name too? There's I don't even good, know. There's Kaoru. Kaoru, that's his fucking name. Kyoya is from Ho's Club. I don't know why he's in my head right now. <laughs> because there's too many characters in anime. Uh, there's too many uh, Japanese names for you to keep track of. There's a lot of names in my head, yeah. But um, he is very different than the other main male protagonists in the show. And what brings them together is this growing appreciation. First of all, a foundational appreciation for music, but then a growing appreciation for jazz. Um, that brings them together. And in Beck... Uh, Koyuki, who I talk about all the time as my gateway to finding myself, really, um, is a shy dude with not a lot of friends. Um, and even and when he did have friends before the whole music thing, there were friends that he just had out of like logistics, not really like friends he connected with on a like very like deep level. And through his through being introduced to playing guitar through Yusuke, he breaks down those social barriers because music attracts people to him and attracts him to other people and having that common ground is a natural icebreaker and it makes life it just makes things easier so um i it to me that's a positive message because it's For further sure. proof it's further proof that we are all human right and when we speak you know a common tongue it brings it brings you together and that common tongue it's very neutral common tongue is music right so Music's a beautiful thing. It bring, it can bring people that are so vastly different together. Um, it's crazy that I can sit here in my apartment and listen to like R&B from South Korea and then also listen to like like ballads from Africa and like feel that and and feel those emotions even though I have no idea what they're saying. Right? So, You're such a multiculturalist. Dude, I the world is a beautiful place and it's a sad thing that we don't connect as much as we should, you know? Like we're we're all human, man. So I, I, I love I love intaking culture a lot. It's 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 cool. Two things I'm sure we can all connect over. One one being music and the other is probably mathematics, actually. So I would say so because yeah. shit gotta get solved. Because <laughs> it's such a universal thing, you know. It isn't like yeah. we do math differently in one country than from another. Yeah. Um so another one here that I'm gonna bring up is the um, is cherishing life, I think, is uh mm. Is, is good and, and I think shows like Plastic Memories Plastic Memories while not a super uh, original or groundbreaking show really sort of reminds you of that like life is so fleeting and, 100%. And, I, and I felt that a lot from Plastic Memories and and that show it, it's not an original the way that that show kind of plays out isn't all that original or anything but it um it, it still carries that that very that very important message pretty well so yeah plastic memories was, was a pretty solid example yeah that's a that's actually really cool i like that you did that um let me know if you're done because i i, I kind of want to like now that you said that i have an, an anime that i think is important to to point out too uh the anime genshiken i think is really cool because it, it's it's an example of how creating spaces for people to come together in under commonality under common passions is important but also cherishing those friends in the in that life right like it's 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 important to you know if you if you know what you like uh it's 
it's good for you to pursue those likes, to pursue those passions, to involve yourself in those things. And all of that is all that's all those are all tools on how to be present in your life and not let life just wash by you know so you know like us doing this podcast is us living our passions right so like we this may not be like a magnificent purpose thing but we are present in our lives because we have a passion that we pursue you know and it's yeah and it's all about cherishing life like we really truly only get one of these as far as we know nothing has been proven otherwise right Life. Um, so yeah we got one life yeah factually what that's what we know factually right now we got sure. one life we're never gonna so, know otherwise exactly um at least not with the current methodologies that we have no. there's no way to know but assuming we only have one life i think it's extremely important to live as best as you can and as full as you can so it's a good that's a good message Mitz. You, you're on fire today dude all right, here's another one. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna bring Hit some. I'm, I'm gonna bring some fucking heat to you. All right, right, dude. To, your, right, right to your front Come door. Come through. Come through, man. Come through. How about how about uh, how about Eve No G-Con bringing you a little diversity? Whoa, time of Eve. Yeah, time of Eve. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Hit me and with that, it. And, and that one I didn't even write down in the document. I'm just yeah. So, I see you, you're surprising me here. My brain is like is like firing on the hardest last five percent of its energy that it has, and I'm like, I'm like, let me just burn your house down with a little diversity from Eve No G Con. Of course, I love Time of Eve, dude. That's a great series. It's a five, I think a five episode OVA. Yeah. About a five, cafe. Four, five. Yeah. It's short. Uh, about yeah. a cafe where, where ha- like roughly half the people in the cafe are cyborgs or robots, and the rest of them are humans, and but but they look so. They look so similar that you can't tell who's who. And everywhere in society, the the androids or cyborgs or whatever, whatever they were, they have to have this like glowing little disc above their head that would indicate that they're not human, which is right. the very like defining thing that makes them one or the other. But in this cafe, the disc goes away and it's gonna it removes that, and everybody is just trying to be like an individual. So rather than like rather than interacting with somebody differently simply because they're not human. In this cafe, you'll like watch you'll watch the whole show only to find out that like one character you were sure was human isn't, and it really like changes the way you feel about like that character and the way that you perceive people. So like that's a super thought provoking, interesting anime that is really well made and is so short. And I, I I like to recommend these short shows because like people are more likely to go watch something if it's only a couple hours long. So Time of Eve definitely really short, definitely awesome. You guys need to go check that one out for sure. Yeah. So I guess like yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like Time of Eve, I watched that a long time ago, and it, it definitely sticks with you because yeah, as you say, that plot twist is like whoa, perspective shift. Um, but see, but talking about being human, I think we can transition to we have to cover Ghibli. We have to. Oh, right. Dude. We have to. We absolutely. There's have so to much shit. That's hard. It's, There's it's hard so to even much have. shit. Yeah. yeah. But to, but to me, and I feel like I've said this before. I was just saying this to people at my meetup maybe two weeks ago. Um, that Ghibli, to me, is just the most. It's the best reminder of the fact that we're human. That I that I know. Like it's it's the best evidence of the fact of how beautiful, but also like how we walk the line of being tragic creatures as human beings. And the way they do that for me is like, is like, for example, I just finished watching Nashka. They, they were streaming it in theaters. It's, it's guaranteed now my favorite Ghibli movie of all time. Oh dude. Uh, 
dude, Nashka's fantastic. Dude, bro. yeah, mine dude. too. Yes, it's it, dude, it's it's amazing. I love, and I love how it 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 just it shows you that like us as humans, like we have the power to literally protect anything we want to protect, but also just destroy anything through our own selfish motives, right? Um, and that's a delicate balance we live and it's something that can translate to your everyday lives like you have the power in your everyday life in your everyday life to make good choices and impact the people around you in really positive ways in small ways small positive ways but you also have the power to like be a dick and like ruin shit around you all the time and that's even though it's presenting people with the with that option it's a beautiful reminder to, to tell people like, Hey, listen, like you, yeah, sure. Th- there's two options here, but like, don't forget that the first option is really strong. That's a really powerful thing you can do. And then in general, through their animation style, I always am fascinated by how Miyazaki and the other directors at Ghibli, like how they portray daily life. Like I, I love watching like Baker's Bake and People Eat. Oh my in God. These, in yeah. these movies, I love watching them ride bikes. I love how the traffic moves. I love how the wind glazes the grass. You know, like it's all things like it just reminds me, like, damn, like I'm alive. Like I'm alive. And like when I think about how all those things feel, when I think about the smell of bread, the wind hitting my face on an open field, like that's all beautiful shit. And it's like, it's like, it's like, don't forget like those little things in life, like those things that can make being human worth it you know um so that to me is ghibli like ghibli does that for me that's why that's like the best positive message i can take away from that how how, how much of a waifu is uh, is is, is Nashka? oh dude after you know i never thought of her as a waifu dude. but after watching it now as a 26 year old man that's kind of kind of wanting a girlfriend for the first time in a long time i was like damn Nashka is kind of kind of the one dude <laughs> she's great she's freaking awesome <laughs> she's amazing <laughs> And she won't. And she will f your ass up if you if you if you if you if you step out of line. Totally, yo. When she, oh, I don't want spoilers, but that one fight scene where she takes down those guards, bro. Like, whoa, it was, dude, it was amazing. Yeah, she, that movie's fantastic. I forgot how. I always knew it was my favorite, but it is so great to have seen it years after watching it the last time and reaffirming that it's it's great. Yeah. Two two of my favorite scenes in that movie are one where she's laying under the ohm shell watching like the the pollen yes. the pollen snowfall. The opening scene. Yep. Oh, it's so freaking just like mesmerizing. Yeah. And then the scene where the insect is like trapped in the village and she comes out of the crowd with the whistle thing and she's just like spinning it and everybody's yep. just like like okay, stand back. This chick's badass. She's got this. Yeah, and, for sure. And, and yeah. Yeah, and for sure. Just, and, just, um, and she's so always about like like protecting and cherishing life. Yeah, exactly. Is, and that's yeah, that's the second thing I always get from from Ghibli is that like we should protect nature. Like this this earth is our home, you know. She could straight up just kill that little insect in that village, you know. But rather mm-hmm. than rather than do that, uh, you know, it, it take a life and endanger the lives of others, she's like, "No. We're going to get this little guy flying again." And she throws her little whistle in the air and the insect takes off. I'm like, "Oh, to marry me." Yeah. Cuz uh, yeah, she's, she's great. Nashka. Oscar, man, right now, please, please, please. please. Um, um, I, I got time for yeah. one more on my end, and totally. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out uh, Cross Game with the sports anime oh, because you love, it, dude, you love that anime so much. Well, because the, the they really the anime really focuses on family, and I think that there's a really a really important message of like the importance of family in that anime. Yeah. Um, right down to the fact that like the 
you know, the symbol of the show is the four-leaf clover because the one family has four daughters. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's very permeating throughout the whole show. It's it's as much a show about family as it is a sports show. So, and the author really wants you to remember that. And so, there, of, there are, of course, other great examples, like like My Neighbors, the Yamadas, another Ghibli show. Flawless yep. example of family, right? But um, a show like Cross Game, I, I, I just don't, I don't always want to be like talking about the Yamadas or whatever. So like, you know, I'll throw a cross game out there. You know, it's, it's definitely, uh, I think it's just yeah. awesome. I think anime also does a good job. Um, and I guess we can, this could be the last one if we, if we want to move on, but like, I think there are a lot of anime out there that really speak to chosen family too. Right. So aside from outside of just like family by blood, so many anime out there let you know that like you can, people that you meet in life, can become chosen family which is a, which is as beautiful as natural family like uh like nana like nana's a great example too like those like nana k which is not my favorite character ever but like she chooses these new friends of hers as her new family right and that's beautiful see you know like shows like honey and clover mitts right honey and clover oh, hell like, yeah. Hell yeah. like all the, that whole friend group is so tight-knit like that's chosen family right like they they are together through thick and thin because they love each other. And like it you we have the we have the capability as humans to pick chosen family and like make friends feel as close as like natural siblings or like mothers and fathers and aunts and uncles, right? That's another that's another good thing that anime does too. All right, well there are more of course. There's hundreds of other examples, but I think that like the uh, if if you if you're looking for a feel good show that will bring you bring you a positive message, I think we just kind of ran through like 15 or 20 of them that you can definitely choose from. I don't, I don't think we rattled off a show that wasn't good. So feel free to, to pick from uh, anything that we talked about as, <laughs> as a show to kind of lift you up. I want to give just Icy Rose as a good point. In Mob Psycho, the Body Improvement Club is literally radiating positivity. So go, go watch them and their beautiful lessons <laughs> of life. <laughs> Thank you, Icy Rose, as always. All right. So why don't you read the in-show trivia question for us? Okay, the intro trivia question once again for a second break. Ponder the little, ponder the question here. Wait, it's the same question. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Do you know your girlfriend anime? She is a hardworking but even, but even-tempered high school girl who is the lead performer in her high school's rhythm gymna- gymnastics club. Contemplate this, baby. And Contemplate we'll be back. that shit. We'll be back real soon. Peace out. Hey everybody, Mitsuki's back. Did you miss me? Time for another round of your anime news. Recently, voice actress Nao Toyama, who played various roles in My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu, Kin Moza, Kinido, Mosaic, and others, was recently given the Golden Achievement Award for her charity efforts in raising money for the Great Japan East Earthquake Funds. Of course, this award was given by the Japanese Red Cross Society. 
So it's nice to see that members of the anime community, such as Nao Toyama, are pitching in and using their celebrity to help raise money for important causes like the earthquake relief, which Japan needs so much of to help that region of the country recover from the great earthquake back in 2011. Next up, some news from Otakon. Otakon is going to be hosting various important staff from Trigger, Studio Trigger, including Hiromi Wakabayashi, Shigeto Koyama, and Hiroyuki Imaishi, who have worked on lots of different titles, including Gurren Lagan, Panty and Stockings with Garter Belt. They've worked on properties such as Die Buster, uh, Eureka 7, Guardian of the Sacred Spirit, Star Driver, and Neon Genesis Evangelion, Dead Leaves, and so many more. So if you're a big fan of Studio Trigger or also some of the stuff that's come from Gainax, as, as members such as Wakabayashi also previously worked at Gainax, Otakon, which takes place July 26th to the 28th, is a good opportunity for you to hear them speak live and maybe get some autographs. Next up, a pretty cool anime is going to be coming to Toonami starting on July 6th. Toonami is going to be having Gundam The Origin, which is a six-volume anime that originally came out in Japanese theaters way back in 2015 and came out in various periods throughout the following couple years. The story follows the early years of Char Anzabel and Amuro Ray. Char Anzabel being known as the Red Comet in this property, who's, and he also serves as the antagonist. This anime is adapting Yoshikazu Yasuhiko's manga, which has the same name, which, is, which was inspired by the original Mobile Suit Gundam anime story. Toonami's been on a roll lately. They've also started airing the Attack on Titan's third season back on May 25th, and then coming up on June, on June 15th, they're also going to be having the premiere of Lupin the Third Part 5. So, probably worth giving a little glance over at Toonami to see what kinds of good stuff they have airing lately. Lastly, Koji Cast is suing Funimation over an alleged patent infringement. They claim that the streaming technology that Funimation is using is actually patented by KojiCast. They're referencing their, quote, media asset streaming over network to devices patent, which describes a method that lets users watch a stream on a mobile device and then continue to watch the same stream using another device, including something like a television. So lawsuits happen all the time for various reasons. And this is why patents exist, but KojiCast is seeking some damages due to patent infringement by the Funimation Company. This is Mitsugi, and this was your anime news break. Now, time to get back to the podcast. Hey, Mitz, what's the website? Oh, Enzo, you'll never believe this. What? Oh, no. JList.com is going to release a Church of Mitsugi PC game. Hello. It's called Moe Stomp Stomp Deluxe Edition. Deluxe? It's a turn-based RPG where you go on a quest to rid the world of Moe Girls. I commissioned it from JList. I didn't know JList.com sold anime PC games. Oh, yeah, Enzo. JList.com and JustURSA are the same company. They sell hundreds of English-language visual novels such as Fate Stay Night and Steins Gate, and they have adult games as well. And Moe Stomping games. Moe Stomping is not a game. It's life, Enzo. Life. Right. Oh, I see. They have the new Mad Pompadour 12 Good Hair Days. <laughs> Let's get that for Kazuo. JList.com, you're home for all your Moe Stomping and Pompadour game needs. Oh, and most other anime games as well.
Yo, my brother. Yo, yo. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hit me with this trivia question. All right, before the break, we asked you, do you know your girlfriend anime? She is a hardworking but even-tempered high school girl who is the lead performer in her school's rhythmic gymnastics club. That anime is called Girlfriend Beta. Girlfriend Beta. Girlfriend mm. Beta. I don't, th- I don't think I've seen that myself. I so haven't I guess seen I don't it. know my girlfriend anime. <laughs> All right. Well, you're about to learn about one in just a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, we are. But before that, Mitz, we have a certain thing we got to read. It's time for iTunes review. Essentially, this, f- oh. 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 Well, b- by all means. Okay, I will. You know, I would like to read this one because I've eaten at both these places. Mm. <laughs> um, this five-star review comes by Essentially S. The, the subject line says, Better than Koko Ichibanya or Hakata Ikosha. False. Uh, I would have to say false. <laughs> so, I love our podcast, man. That curry is wild. <laughs> Koko Ichi is too damn good. It's too damn good. And I, I had actually, I went to LA and there was a Hakata Ikosha there and it was delicious. Way too delicious. What do they sell? Uh, ramen, tonkatsu, oh. t- traditional tonkatsu from t- from uh, from Very over there in nice. Japan. Uh, essentially, us gave us a gracious five stars, and they write, "I've been listening to the pe- I've been listening for the la- for the past four years, so it felt like it was about time for me to give a review." I'm in my forties. Yes, I'm older than you, Mitsugi, and I've been hooked on anime since the original oh, Robotech aired God. on TV. Dude, Robotech, wow. Okay, the greatest compliment I can give the hosts of the AA podcast is that every time I listen, I feel like I have to join in, often talking to myself in the car. I am asocial by nature, but their rapport, self-deprecating humor, and banter are infectious. I appreciate the amount of work and dedication. It is a pleasure to listen to this podcast. Respect, Mitsugi, Kazuo, Mandy, and Enzo. And always remembering Chiaki and Kimiko, bro. Thank you so much. That means a lot to that means a lot to me because um, I have a lot of friends that are you know quite asocial by choice too. So when they choose to let me know that they miss talking with me, it, it hits very close to home in a good way. So thank you. That's a very beautiful compliment you've given us. I hope you have a great day. And if you're listening in your car, um, how's your day going? Pay attention to the road. <laughs> All right. Thanks for writing it. <laughs> so I don't know. About, I don't know about this. Uh, what was it called? What is it? Was it Hakata Ikosha? But yeah. I went to a ramen shop in Denver yesterday and was not very hyped up by it. Oh, that's unfortunate. Isn't that the worst, man? When you like walk into a shop, looks good, menu looks good, and then that broth is just bland. Oof. Yeah, the bl- the broth was bland. That was the problem. So that's the that's a huge red flag, man. Huge. Yeah. yeah so there's like 25 ramen shops in Denver, and I'm gonna try all of them and yeah. this one that I, I'm, I'm just gonna throw it out there this one i wanted to do was Oof. called was called menya and menya. menya it was there's a few there's like three of them in denver wait and menya i think i think there's one in new york it might be a chain you know and i, I gave it i gave it five i gave it a five out of ten i'm gonna write them all mm. down i'm gonna rate them all and so i'll know which one the best which one's the best but Dope. You know, like the pork was fine, the egg was fine. The downfall of this bowl of ramen was the broth was bland. Gotcha. And it was kind of like a like a not not a creamy sauce, but like I don't know what to call it, but it's more of like a like a milky looking sauce. Pie, is it, was it a python? 
it was just the ramen. It was the it was the menu special. I don't know. They didn't even like describe mm. what the but like the but the biggest downfall was that the noodles weren't fresh. You gotta have fresh noodles, uh, man. Yeah, that 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 does it. Unfortunately, I've tasted what the I've tasted the Holy Land ramen in Japan, so I can't go back. Can't go back. Yeah, and, and 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 you're never gonna be able to hide a not fresh noodle. Like if your if your noodles are like a block, you're dropping in a boiling like a boiling pot. I'm gonna know it. Totally. So don't, so don't totally. bullshit me. Damn. And don't charge it's, it's, me four. And don't charge me four dollars for a kaidama. Ooh, four, four, four fucking for, dollars for a half serving. Damn. I think it was a full serving of noodles, but even if, even if it's a full serving of noodles. I mean, don't bullshit me with a four dollar tab on that. I know you're I know you're dropping a dehydrated block of noodles into a pot. So Damn. I know that's gonna Damn. cost you about five cents because I know what it costs to buy a pack of ramen at, at the grocery store. Mm. So don't so that's don't a, bull, I'm, so I'm don't sorry, bullshit man. me. You fool me once because I don't know that your ramen's not fresh. But I'm not gonna buy that kaidama a second time because I know it's bullshit. Wow, that is unfortunate. I have a different story. I went to a um, ramen shop. Why are we, this is this is why this podcast goes over two hours. God damn it! But anyway, um, I went to a Korean Japanese fusion restaurant the other day, and mm-hmm. they have they have a very extensive fu- ramen fusion menu. And I ate. Oh my god, what's the name of this place? Shit. Uh, I think it was like Kura Ramen, or or Kuro. I forget what Kura, it's called. I don't know. Um, but it, it was good. I had, I had, yeah, I had, it, it was basically like a, like a, a, a kimchi tonkatsu broth, mm. dude, super good. And, 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 and what's, what's even more encouraging is that they have run out of shashu, which is insane. So That's they crazy. gave, yeah, but, but they had chicken shashu, um, chicken, so was, get that was, shit out of my ramen. Okay, like that's what I said too, but I was really hungry. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to eat this shashu that's made out of chicken that's prepared. You know, this chicken prepared in shashu way, right? Okay. Um, it was great. It was great. Oh, all right. It all was right. great. Yeah. It wasn't fatty, obviously. I it mean, was very lean. I mean, come on. But, dude, really good. So I'm trying to go back there and get that actual shashu, see what that tastes like, you know? Well, I'm fully expecting a visit from Enzo to Denver. 100%. Especially way, way actual going to happen than me going to Florida. Sorry, your friend. <laughs> well, it's 102 degrees today, so nobody wants to be here. If you're yeah. in Florida today and you say you want to be in Florida, you're lying. Okay? Yeah. So, oh, the, like, the shop the shop was called Koku, K-O-K-U, okay. on West 32nd Street in New York. Super good. Really cool shop. Really cool shop. Really cool menu. Um, their menu is very, like, anime. It's, mm. there has, there's, like, there's like a cartoon no face on it. It's pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Well, we're gonna have to scope out a ramen shop in Denver. I'm, I'm absolutely I'm gonna eat at all these ramen shops, and one of them will be good. I know it. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have a review here. Domestic girlfriend. People would probably rather just hear us rap about ramen for another for an hour. <laughs> I don't know. Be, to be real, the domestic girlfriend has some clout in the community. Does yeah. it? Okay. Well, we're gonna do it. So, it does. It so, does. So I, I have this synopsis written down, but really, I, I don't. I don't know that I need it. You know, yeah, this, I, I can, I can, I can summarize. Yeah, go ahead. This thing yeah, is, so, this is your doing anyway. I think. Yeah, this is uh, this this is the evil that I chose for myself. Um, domestic girlfriend is anime that I passed because I look for execution, and regardless of story, so a story could be great but lack execution, making it trash. A story could be trash but have great execution, making it bearable. And this is an example of one of those. <laughs> Domestic Girlfriend revolves around a high school student who one day has a girl, you know, her name's Rui, be like, hey, dude, do you want to just have sex? Because I've just been wondering what that's like. Put it in. Okay. 
and which is cool. You don't really see that in anime, a girl just going for what she wants like that. Mm. Um, which is awesome. It's, I was happy seeing. Well, that. she's cute um, as shit too, by the way. Oh, Ru- dude, yeah, Rui was, uh, yeah, like she was. Yeah. She's my type. Short uh, hair, short uh, hair, co- confident. Yeah. Rui, cool. Rui, chan, kawaii, chan. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, they they do the thing, and um. Just obviously say it. Be- just just just, just yeah. wait. Just say it. They have the sizzle. They he put his pizzle. In her he put vizzle. his pizzle in her vizzle. <laughs> in, in her vagina. He stuck it in. Yeah. Oh, they had sex. Uh, okay, yeah, they have sex. So, And his name is Natsuo Fuji. Fuji? Yeah, Natsuo Fuji. So Natsuo and Rui, they have sex. And then, you know, he goes, he goes home and his father's all like, Joe, dude, like, I'm in love. I'm going to remarry this person I met. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And his father's like, they're gonna, he, she's going to come over with her two daughters like tomorrow whatever and i would like you to meet them he's like yeah of course and because it's anime that woman comes over she's great yeah. but her two but her two daughters is not only the girl he just had sex with but also the older sibling is the teacher at his school that he has had a crush on for a very long time yeah so obviously this premise here is just Nothing crazy new here. Incest, uh, step even stepbrother incest stuff is very unfortunately common in anime. It's anime, um, but it's it's anime. It's it's anime. It's, by the, we not our first rodeo here. By the this, way, you know? by the way, what's that? Enzo, he does. Natsuo does really dirty. He doesn't even. He doesn't <laughs> kiss her. He doesn't even kiss her. Um, but she doesn't dude, want might, that at the beginning. I mean, she doesn't. Dude, she yo at the beginning, Rui's a boss. She's like, I want this dick. That's it. And don't fucking talk to me ever again. I don't want to see your damn face. She didn't want the dick. She just wanted to have the experience of knowing what sex was like because all because other people talk down to you. That's what. Yeah, she was like, she was like, I want the D because of I because for because science, not because I want your damn emotions or shit, dude. I, it was the coolest thing when she was like, Yo, honestly, we're probably never gonna talk again. Peace out. And she but just walked it, away. I was, but are you really I was like, having? That's dope. Are you really having the experience of sex if you don't even kiss the person, or are you just fucking? I mean. I mean, sex is what you want it to be, man. That's your, that's you. It's whatever you want it to be. If kissing is a part of it for you, then sure. But other people I mean, don't like that. Yeah. Really? Um, that's so anyway, non-romantic. That's your perspective. What about, what about um, the, what about the dabu dabu? The lavu lavu. I'm all about the lavu lavu. I think the people of the podcast know I'm about the lavu lavu, but like some people don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so that's the premise of the show. It, it builds from there. Um, and spoiler free. Uh, actually, so the studio is Dio. How do you know? How do you even say this? Dio Dio Media, Dio Medea, who did Beatless, Aho Girl, and Fuka. Fuka, I enjoyed some music anime that came out recently. Not the best one, but it's it's okay. Uh, Aho Girl is a very funny comedy, um, short episode series. I not that many episodes. I think they're like a couple minutes long each. Very funny. And Beatless, I think, was pretty bad, if I remember correctly. Didn't watch that. Yeah, um, I didn't watch. I didn't finish it either. The director is Shota Ibata, who did Girlish Number. Um, and I guess before into, before the spoilers part, uh, my expectations going into the show mm-hmm. were obviously that I was not going to enjoy it. I believe this was my last pick of this round um, because I had no other choice but to pick it. Uh, so yeah, so I I wasn't very hopeful. I went in. I went in pretty much assuming i was going to fail this show how about you man i well you kept calling it trash 
Yeah, like, because you, it was, you were like this anime's trash, and I don't understand why was I like it. It was it was set up to be high key trash. So I expected I trash. Yeah, so you expected trash, of course. Yeah, I expected. I think trash. I think many of us I think many of us expected like a classic anime trash show. I, you know, I, I wasn't sure what kind of trash I was I was I was set up for, but I knew I just knew it was gonna be trash. Hmm. So, but um, I would say yeah. that. I mean. I would say that the show uh, wasn't as trashy as I expected. Yes. So your spoiler-free conclusion is that it wasn't as trash as you were expecting. I think that my my spoiler-free like recommendation is it's not that trashy. If you if you want to have like a romance show that's got a little bit of heat on it, you know this is probably good. I think that there's yeah. other shows that do. This also, I don't think this show does much, does, does a whole lot that's new. I think the characters in this show can be frustrating mm. at times. And sure, sure. I, but I think that if you're a person that just like thirsts for romance, the show is not very funny. Like, I, I wouldn't call it a rom com, it's not a romance comedy. Yeah, I, I don't, I think it's actually just a drama. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just not funny. Like, there's not, I mean, there are funny scenes, but like, it's just not a funny show. So, yeah, no, there's no, there's no like purposeful comedy in the show. Like, no. it's, it's not. There's no. There's no like joke setups. There are characters that are inherently funny, but there's no like comedy bits, right? It's probably classified as a rom com, and no, it's not. So I was right. Yeah, yeah not a comedy. Yeah. Um, I think if you just, if you just, if you want to have a romance show and you're a little tired of watching these anime romance shows where like they barely even hold hands by the end, like, you know, not to talk shit on shows like like my love story or whatever but like they just never get around to any of the actual love um this show has a little bit of heat on it so you can expect kissing hand-holding sex you know they're not going to show you the sex but like that happens and like you know as 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 described just just moments ago Mm -hmm. so it's that kind of show it's not going to change your life Mm -hmm. i uh yeah i i'm i'm with you on some aspects there yeah i i think this show is probably the best case scenario for what it is. Um, it is inherently dumb. Like it's story. You're literally following a romance between a guy, a, a stepbrother, going back and forth between his two stepsisters, um, which is just wild to think about. Um, but if you're gonna do it, you might as well do it like this, where you have some solid characters that I liked a lot in this show. You have pretty for what they're doing like pretty consistent logical decisions kind of being made here and there some very minor plot holes uh that i think are <laughs> are passable yeah we'll get to um it. because yeah. anime yeah. yeah and um but it's just not as bad as you would think it would be when i when i read you that premise earlier the the unfortunate little elitist in me is like, this is not worth my time off the bat. Right. But it wasn't, it like wasn't a bad watch. Uh, it wasn't a bad watch. It kind of flew by. I watched this week to week as it was coming out and I re- and I just rewatched like the last two or three episodes today just to like refresh myself. Um, and yeah, no, I didn't like, I just, I don't hate the show. I don't hate the show. If you have time to kill and you are, if you're caught up on other anime that really interests you and you want just like a just something a little like a little risque a little etchy not a little pretty etchy a little risque some subject matter that involves you know some weird shit that in america we don't really 
put insights on a pedestal like that. Um, and nope. yeah, I guess watch this. <laughs> watch this. Yeah. Um, watch. But yeah, with, but with I think that's really all that, that that's really all there is to say about the show. Like, it, I'm happy that it wasn't as tragic as I thought it was going to be. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going I'm to play this bullet yeah. drop. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's stuff we should talk about in this one. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. I, f- I hate... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hate this fucking shit now. Um, I had big problems with some of the characters in this anime. Sure. Um, and... Some of them are really puzzling, and uh, I get it that, like, the answer to anything could just be like, oh, love is confusing. But uh, it really, this show is like a love triangle for the most part, you know? Because, yeah. like, one yeah, character. Definitely. Yeah, it's like one character likes this character. It's not really a triangle, but it's kind of like this, like, weird line with segments in it. Because, like, the one girl likes this other, well, likes this dude, and then there's a dude that likes that girl, and then there's a girl that likes that guy, and then unfortunately, no one likes that girl. So she's kind of like, you know, she her life kind of sucks. But like, there's like all these characters, and they all like someone, but no one likes each other, which is super frustrating. And that's kind of what the show is, and that's where the drama comes from. But the characters in the show are very flawed, and they and they make very unkind decisions towards each, towards each other. And I think the character that really irritated me the most in the show was Hina, which is the one, mm. which is the teacher. The older know, sister, yep. The, the older sister. She is very flawed and just, uh, just she's doesn't... Not a, she's not a whole pie. She's not, and, 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 the, and she's not a what? Um, she doesn't have a whole, all the slices? Yeah, like she, she's not like... She's not very foundationally sound. For, she's like she's like going into complicated situations all the time. And and, and you're right. And see, and it's funny that you say that because like she's always talking down to seemingly every other character in the show because oh she's like a whopping two years older than everybody else, and so which is I mean give me a break. So she's always saying oh well you know I'm not really interested in children or you're a child or you're a child or, or you're immature or whatever. And she's the one that's a child, in a lot of ways. So it's kind of funny. Um, Big spoiler here. Hina is dating a guy who's married who is yep. not doing it the right way. Like, he's not separated. He's not, like, you know, separated that's, like, got a divorce filing, like, waiting or whatever. Yeah, he's, no, he's living both. He's living, he's, he's, di- he's dipping in both dishes for sure. He's straight up cheating on his wife. And you got this, like, sweet, this sweet honey side piece, which Hina is, by the way, because she's pretty hot. And she knows it. And she's like, you know, whatever, basically. And, so she's fly right off the right off the back because of that, and then, you know, and then she ends up hooking up with Natsuo about seventy five percent of the way through the show, and doesn't handle him all that well either, and you know ends up causing him a lot of emotional distress because their relationship's taboo and things don't work out, and you know he ends up like in a you know spiraling into yeah. depression or whatever at the end because. You know, they can't be together. So she just mm-hmm. pissed me off, you know, because, like, she keeps making these really poor decisions. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 am, I am with you in terms of her being frustrating to watch. The good, the good thing I can say about her is that she's consistent. Like, her, she is a flawed human. And that's what she is in the show completely the whole time. Uh, it's frustrating because, objectively, it's frustrating to watch someone be a mess, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, and she's not the only person kind of like that. The whole, um, a lot, like Rui, Rui to me is a little bit annoying too. However, I respect 
I like I like Rui because she's refreshing in in the sense that she is a woman in anime that like is like owns her sexual like she owns her like femininity and like is like yo like you guys like do you want to like just kiss for fun because fuck it like do you want to like just have sex because fuck it like you know what i mean like that's refreshing to see in anime you don't see oh, that oh my lot. god hell yeah right it, no like you don't see that a lot like literally no, like don't. like she like i saw her that first episode and i was like holy shit like that's cool as fuck like that is cool as fuck to see a girl do that in anime and dude um, in anime you would think kissing somebody was like tantamount to capital murder or something like, right, oh, exactly. Oh, you kissed him. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it, and in this in this anime, it was like the first time in a long time where it was like a little like normalized to have intimacy, right? Which is also again refreshing to watch. And I think Rui was a good catalyst for that in the way she handled herself. I kind of started losing my liking towards her when she started giving in to feelings for Natsuo, um, and like these like weird envious emotions that were starting to that were coming to fruition. However, like it is, I do see it a lot where people start out as just hookup friends, and then like feelings develop without you know them wanting to be there. Um, so that happens, and and you know, and, and I think if that's the, that's the route that's the route they chose for her, and for choosing that route, I think it played out pretty well. Rui does maintain her cool most of the time. She does get upset, but she does keep a cool head. When Natsuo, you know, does pick Hina in the end to be like his main love, like she's like, you know what, like I accept this. Like you guys can, you have the power to do this if you want, like whatever. But I mean, um, he, Dewey, Dewey, or or Dewey, Dewey, as we, as you can call her, if if if, yeah. you, if, if, if you fancy her, um, if you fancy. <laughs> she is the only character in the show that doesn't treat everyone else like a shitbag. Yeah, she's 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 cool, man. Like she's like, you know what, like fuck it. Like it's y'all. Like I'm gonna be nice and live my life and like be and I'll I'll respect your decision. I mean, you know, you know what I mean though, because like Natsuo, he's puzzling as hell because like he's he's supposedly in love with Hina. Yes, and and then he's like randomly, narrowly not hooking up with this with this Momo girl that that like comes up in the show for I'm not even sure why, just to f- make Natsuo just look to- flawed. Yeah, just to throw it in there. <laughs> it's like it's like if you're if you're in love with someone like for real. You're not just gonna casually, you know, on a whim, stroll over to some other girl's apartment and then like come a, a, a hair, Momo, super hot by the way, a hair breath away from like just straight up banging the crap out of Momo. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I forgot that he does that. Yeah, that's dude, true. she's got her shirt unbuttoned. They're like, yeah, that's it's, true. It's, it's I an inch. It's an inch from being a hentai. Mm-hmm. And, and this that, this entire show is inches from being a, a hentai. I mean, there are several scenes that are basically hentai scenes. Mom, man, Momo, Momo was looking good though. Yeah, I mean, I mean to talk about artwork also, you know, to not to jump around too much, but like the artwork is fantastic in this show. I think um, it's well, I, I'm gonna say fantastic as in it's a. I think it's a bit better than standard animation. Sometimes the, the facial expressions are like a little weird, but uh, things very fluid. I think like the girls all look really cute, and um, and all, even all the background characters and side characters characters are drawn out. Like they're like they're there. They're not like plastic people you know, in the background. Um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, but, but in terms of back to characters, like Ruby, I think is pretty cool. It's, it's cool. To, it's refreshing to see a girl like her in an anime. Um, a lot of the side characters in the show are the reason why I think, are the reason why I think this story doesn't suck as much as it could have. Um, I thought, <laughs> I thought, I thought long and hard about why was I enjoying the show so much? I couldn't put my finger on it. I talked to people, 
at, the, at my Brooklyn meetup. I talked to people on the Discord. I was like, yo, like, fam, like, I know this anime is trash. Like, I know it is. But why do I like it so much? And I think it's because outside of the three of the main triangle we're following, a lot of the side characters are super solid, man. Um, the the gay bar owner is amazing. I love him. Masaki. He's fucking yes, he's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, I love him. I love Natsuo's best guy friend that's there for him. He gives him actual insight. He takes into account like both sides of the story. Gives him like cool like advice that like is mature it's mature advice that he gives him and he like wakes up not so from his fucking depression when he's like yo like he gave up so much for you to become a novelist like go be a fucking novelist you know um he was a great side character i think the um although he was very weird for a hot second uh <laughs> the english teacher the club yeah. teacher yeah, yeah yeah uh he ended up being very cool at the end like he was very strange at the beginning though but he ended up being very cool so all all of these like and, and the parents like their parents dude the first time in a long time where the parents are there and they care and they love and like they 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 weigh how their kids are behaving lately obviously without knowing the full thing that's going on but they, they weigh like like yo like is is our marriage causing this emotional distress on our kids like they do kind of you know? they do kind of unreal unra- irrationally jump the gun though I, yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean they, like they do, they've they, got like the divorce papers signed on the table yeah they, they didn't even right. talk to the kids about you're it right. <laughs> like okay we're just gonna assume you're right you're right but um but it, but it is refreshing to see parents that give a shit you know um and and in a very like like normal way like as two step parents are just like oh maybe they did we rush into this marriage you know like they consider that stuff and i think that's why this show doesn't fail as hard as other shows that have done shit like this is because in other shows like we have the main characters and then all the side characters are a little trash like they're literal like not real characters but in this one you have the three main that are flawed but then the uh, but then the supporting cast is kind of they're kind of like nice like they're like cool to like watch um so yeah, uh, I think that's I'm with you. why this show isn't the worst thing possible. Because even if you're frustrated with the main characters, the other characters have an actual voice of reason, which is in in, in a mature way too. So I think that's why I like it a lot. I think I can finally say that this is why I think this show is was fun to watch. Because for every time the main characters were stupid. There was somebody being like, yo, like you're being stupid, which never fucking happens. <laughs> like that almost never happens in anime. What's the deal with Natsuo though? I mean, like like I was saying, you know, he he's in love with mm. Hina, but he kisses Hina. He kisses the he kisses Momo and nearly has sex with her. He he kisses yep. Dewey like a bunch of times and he has sex with her. And does he kiss the green haired girl in the literature club? I remember they were like I don't like the English teacher like almost made them kiss, but I don't remember if they, I don't know if they honestly did or not. I was I was literally watching this week to week, so I was watching this months ago. <laughs> I just don't but um, I don't think I don't think they do. How can he just throw I, his? I throw his, tell us, please. How can he just throw his his uh you know his his you know sexuality around like that if he's got like a girl that he's truly interested in, and it well, kind of makes you, and it kind of makes well, you feel like that's a bunch of bullshit. Well, because um, it's forbidden, right? So like, I think, I think the reason, um, and I'm not I don't I'm not really sure why I'm trying to like justify him right now, but I feel like if I had to justify him. I think the reason he gives in to a lot of the temptation is because at the, at the end of the day, like until it becomes an official thing, like he can't be with Hina, you know, like he should not be with Hina. So I think that when, when temptation comes to act like a single man who doesn't love anyone, I think he gives in a bit because at the end of the day, like, like why is, not? 
But he you know? is single the, for most of the show. For, for all the times in the show when that stuff happens, he is single. It's not for. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like he because he's single, like he can like what's like he, he has like if he if he thinks about his options, he has like two options. He's like either, uh, no, that's not, I'm not that's not what I'm trying to say. So like it's like yes, he loves Hina, but Hina is his stepsister and his teacher, and that's forbidden. Like you should not be doing that. So it's like. So it's like if if I if I'm not allowed to do that really, then why not give in to Rui and Momo? You know what I'm saying? But what Until, if- uh, and that stops immediately once Hina's like, you know what, let's fucking do this anyway, and that's why he stops because he's like, you know what, now that forbidden thing doesn't matter, so fuck it, like I'm with Hina now. Brother, it doesn't stop. He 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 ends up with Hina like on episode like eight, and he's still friggin' making out with Rui. After that, yeah, yeah. But that's good. Well, that's because Ruby's a boss. <laughs> but like, but but I mean, like, I mean, you he strings her along like that, and then he breaks her. You know, he lies to her. He he's like he's he's like hanging out. He's hanging out at his parents' house, making oh, out with Ruby, no, and then and totally. then he's lying to her and saying, "I'm going, I'm going to go hang out with Fumia or whatever." And then reality, yeah, he's no, I'm not saying him. he's a good. I'm not saying he's a good dude. I've been saying like that's probably why like he probably gives in because like he. He can't really date Hina. I, I think know? we should chop his dick off. Let's turn him into an Unsullied. Let's fucking sure. go for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to ever justify behavior like that. Like, I'm just I'm just exploring why he would. Shame. But then again, and then again, Shame. it also, like, the reason's also probably just because fucking anime. <laughs> like, you know? Like, fuck I guess it. So. Like, let's just have this dude make out with all these girls because fuck it. Um, well, I, I did, I no, did enjoy uh, No, his actions are trash. Like, uh, no guy should ever be this way. <laughs> I did enjoy him, him making out. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, but, but, I, yeah I, I will say, I mean, like, this this show didn't, I mean, borderline hentai, there were scenes of girls pleasuring themselves, you know, like, you know, literally masturbating, and you get to you get to see a, you don't get to see it, but you get to see a solid angle. Oh, she's bad um, at it. She's bad at it, though. Someone needs to help her out. Um, <laughs> okay, Mitz. <laughs> she is. She's bad at it. Like, oh, like who the fuck are we to, to judge how like, what good masturbation is over women, dude? Um, well, uh, I mean, it just didn't. It just didn't. It didn't look. We're not. We're not. Um, but okay. so, uh, but like, oh, and then there's there's the, there's several scenes of like after sex scenes. I mean, the first episode is like scenes with Rui, like him having sex with her, and then there's him having sex with Hina, and then a lot of making out, a lot of boob grabbing, like shameless boob grabbing but you nipple totally pinching. see nipple pinching all that N- shit there's no, so. there's no nipple pinching oh see like damn i would have believed it though because i don't i i easily could just not remember nipple pinching <laughs> um but like i wish yeah so i guess all that aside story-wise mitts are you satisfied with this story <laughs> i mean that we just described the story it is what yeah it yeah is. We, we talked about characters and artwork um I think the music is pretty good. The opening, oh, yes, the opening actually. theme it has no business being that good in this anime. Um, yeah, no, it has no business being that great. That not only was the music a great choice, but the animation is great. Like it's just, it's just a really good opening. Yeah, it really it is, and even the ED music is fine too. But the opening is really good. Like I, it's one of the few animes I was like, you know what, I'm gonna let the opening play. Why not? Well, yeah, I have, but, I have yeah, no choice but to watch the opening because the Crunchyroll app sucks so bad that if you try to skip forward like 15 or 20 seconds, the whole friggin' app will like seize up and, you know, you have to wait the whole 20 seconds anyway for it to catch up. Burn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, um, 
fuck, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, so music was fantastic. Even in, even the music in the show too, very subtle, but it's there and it does the job also. But story wise, um, if you're gonna write this story, if you're gonna choose to have a mess for the sake of a mess, this is not the worst. This is not the worst. This is actually probably the best trash story I've watched in a long time. Um, it it resolves in a way that is not the best though but the ride is pretty fun i guess from an from a just watching standpoint i don't like the whole like i don't like i don't for for as much as i praise ruby's like go-getter attitude like i don't really like that whole ending scene where she like had hina's wig on that was fucking that weird. was weird that was so fucking weird that was um, why why what she wants to try to like look like her so she can get get him so she was like well she said that like she wanted to try having long hair out so Tina gave her the hair. So fucking interesting. Um, yeah, but the, that okay. that part I, I did not like. I did not like Rui ending up on that. Um, and I also don't like uh, the thought that Natsuo is going to give in to that too. You know. Um, but yeah. But again, this show is indeed trash. <laughs> you know, like once again, this show again is trash. Um, my final thoughts on the show were that I was a. It was fine. I was a little bored in the second half. Mm. Uh, I thought the show was at its best actually when it when it was at its trashiest, which which was the beginning of the anime, the first three episodes. As soon as the sort of effect of having of him living with a girl that he just had se- had sex with and then his teacher, as soon as the effect of that sort of died down, it kind of enters this doldrum of uh, like once you get through the whole arc where like where Hina's cheating with uh, with with the dude with Shu or whatever. Yeah, as soon as you get through that, you start get you get into like Momo Land and you know the literature club, and it just starts to get boring. Like for me, it got boring mm-hmm. towards the middle, and, and I think the ending kind of picked up again. But I'd say through from, from episodes like five through nine, maybe I was kind of bored. Yeah, uh, for sure. I um, I hate Hina. I think she was terrible. <laughs> I um, she's frustrating. She's definitely frustrating to watch. Someone should have like pushed her down the stairs or something. <laughs> Uh, all, all, all in all, the show is pretty average, you know. Um, it, I'll give it. I was gonna give it a two and a half, but I've decided to give it a, th- a three out of five. Oh, cool. Three, three purple nurples out of five out of five. <laughs> because why not? <laughs> because why not? Um, I am. I'm not. Yeah, I, mean, I don't disagree. Um, I like lock your doors, fam. If you're gonna masturbate, lock your door. Lock Don't be, your door. Lock your goddamn door, fam. Like, it's not that hard. You walk over, you lock it, you go back to bed, you do the thing. You know, like, that's it. Um, also, if you're going to be in a teacher-student relationship and you're on the school trip, how about you uh, close the blinds and then make out? Close huh? the blinds, how about that? people. Close the blinds, baby. Close the blinds. Um, because that whole thing was such a scapegoat of a fucking thing. And why? And why is the photographer for the trip randomly photographing people inside their hotel rooms? Because he's a pervert. Because what? Yeah. Because and how does he explain that? How does he explain that photo? It's like, oh yeah, I was just know. photographing people inside their rooms. Like what? Oh well, okay. Well, I think I think the photograph was of something else, but in the for in the background of that image was that, and then they were able to zoom in and see. However, either way, close your damn blinds, lock your damn doors, fucking don't be stupid, okay? If you like, if you're in a, goddamn, this show is so trash. But again, 
again. Uh, yes, Captain Avatar in the chat. Do not watch this on your commute <laughs> because there are definitely things you don't want the other people to see. I watched. Um, I watched the entire thing on an airplane while flying back and forth to Denver, right next to people in the middle yeah. seat. Ooh, purple nurples and all. All bare. All, bare, all, all, all lay bare for eyes to see. You are a wild man. But yeah, so um, those little story plots really prevent this from being a perfect etchy um, on top of, you know, like some frustrating character moments. But yeah, lock your doors, close your blinds. This I'm giving this anime a, yeah, a three stepsisters out of five. All right. So Jennifer well. Miller from Social says, I, it was trash and I couldn't look away. Here's some yep. comments. Chibi Rob says, hey, I love it because it's trash. <laughs> and a Montero Leet says, hey, one man's trash is another man's treasure, okay? Dude, you are so OG for reading that as Leet. Yeah, I'm OG, man. Yeah, dude, for the fans out there, A Montero spells his handle or her, or her handle, A Montero 1337 and my boy Mitsuki, without hesitation, read that as Leet. Hell yeah, I did. What shit. a boss. What a boss, dude. So a whole lot of guilty pleasure talk and a lot of trash talk in this in these comments, so, mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. average for the the average listener score was a three and a half. So, yeah, we're only a, a little, little bit, bit kind of yeah on par with off. us a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three and a half seems. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 this is like for okay. for, for for this premise a three even is really high. So, all right, how about some ma- mailbags? Let's do it. It's time for an almighty anime mailbag. Anime, anime, anime. M-m-m- mailbag, bag, 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 bag. Mailbag button on the website. You submit a mailbag, and we will read them on the podcast. So please, feel eventually. Free. <laughs> well, actually, we haven't had a lot of submissions all that lately because we skipped mailbags for like a whole month. So mm-hmm. I feel like people, so people are like, people are like, why would I write it if they're not even remotely catching up? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, but we're, but we're, we're trying harder. So submit your mailbags. So yeah. you're to, uh, skip one. The creepster writes, Hey there, I was wondering if there are, if there was a time where you enjoyed a show, but felt that some of the characters didn't get enough screen time or didn't get their part of, or didn't get part of their part of the story told, but you would have liked them to have. What do you um, think? Neglected main character, neglected characters in a series. I correct me if I'm wrong, but we don't get a lot of background on Kurama from Yu Hakusho, right? True, dude, that's a yeah, good one. I, yeah, I would love to know more about fucking Kurama. He's badass as hell. Yeah, you do get. Um, you we get, get some Hie, I think. Yeah, I don't. The, honestly, I don't remember that much of, of like the past the dark tournament. Like, I don't really remember a lot of Yu Hakusho. Well, you even I, get. I think there are yeah. there are like there are random like villains on other teams that get more backstory than Kurama does. All you Kurama maybe gets like ten minutes. Yeah, so like I would like to know I would like to see more Kurama. Dude, every time Kurama's on the screen, I was like fucking stoked. I love him. <laughs> uh I think that a lot of times this is gonna be from anime that just have too many characters that you can't pro- properly service all of them. One of the series where I think that happens a lot is X, the T V series, because there's just so yeah. many characters on both sides of the battlefield, like Angels of Earth and Heaven, I guess they're called, um, and or the dragons of Earth and the dragon, the dragons of Heaven. I can't remember the name, but there's like 15 of them on each side. So yep, and like some characters get like no backstory, and then some, and then most of that show is just you introducing to you all the characters one at a time. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, like they all get like maybe f- 10 minutes a piece. 
and some of them are That's, really cool. So yeah. you'd like yeah, to see and, more. And, and every time a character like looks really cool, you like wish you knew more about them. But when you have a bajillion characters like that, it's gonna it's gonna be hard. Uh, let me see what else here. Uh, Hunter Hunter. I was thinking about Hunter Hunter a lot because of, because of the manga is coming back and Laodio and Hunter Hunter doesn't get a lot of backstory. Oh, true, bro. I like him too. He's an yeah. asshole, but like a good one. <laughs> yeah, he becomes important later because he ends up being like important to the Hunter Guild or whatever. Yeah. But he's like barely covered. Hisoka is in there more, but he doesn't have like much of a backstory that I recall. Uh, and and right. people love him. All right, we'll wrap it up here, guys. Um, Again, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. We'll have Mandy back next week. Oh, and, yes. And I think, oh, actually, I should, actually, I should, I should say next week, I'm going to be driving to Denver. Mm-hmm. So there is no podcast next week because I will be, like, somewhere in, like, around St. Louis, probably, by the time we <laughs> will be, uh, we, we will normally be podcasting. So we're not going to podcast this next week. But the week after that, I'll be podcasting with you guys from Denver. So we'll, be, so we'll be back the following week, and we're going to be talking about some retro animes to put in place of some of these like mediocre shows that we passed from the uh, totally. from the spring season. So, so that'll be cool. Anything on your end, uh, Enzi? You want to you want to pimp your Twitter yeah. again or anything? If you guys want to follow me, I've been way more active lately because people have demanded it. So, <laughs> I am at Enzo Badia, E N Z O B A D I A. Follow me on IG and Twitter. Active on both. Happy to talk to you guys. DM me on Discord. I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Love you, Love you. Bye. Peace out.